Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Active Iron on News Talk. We're no different. All we need is what every player needs support. Lidl, proudly supporting ladies' Gaelic football. We get lots of emails into this programme on a daily basis and Michelle sent one into to me uh, over the weekend that caught my eye. Michelle, you want us to stop calling it ladies' football. It's just really frustrating in this day and age that still classes ladies. So what, what? I hate the term, to be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, OK. Why, Michelle? To me, ladies, like, oh, it's just, it's kind of just like, oh, let's go out and let the ladies play a little game of football there, fair play to them. Do you know, it's just, we're all about equalities, and to me, there's nothing more, like, unequal than the term ladies. I just hate it. You don't hear it in any other sports. Like, in rugby, it's women's rugby. In soccer, it's women's soccer. So, would you have an issue if we called it women's football, then? No, not necessarily. But I, my biggest issue is, like, why do we have separate organisations from the GAA at all as women? We should be all under the one umbrella, like. So we just call it football. And that, that can be... Well, and then it's the same as the rugby. It's all under Irish Rugby Football Union. Then you women's, children's and men's. Yeah. But that's because Whereas we have in, the... In, isn't it the 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 the, the, uh, the LGFA? It's the it's the Ladies Gaelic Football Association. Yeah, but they're their own association as well as the Camogie Association. They're not actually under GAA. So you think and it should be all that, one? Like, yeah, because especially that little advert, especially with the inequalities, like let's make it more equal. Like for example, I have three girls, so I do, and I play football myself just as a Gaelic mothers and others group. Yeah, and for my family to play football cost 310 euro and then the camogie cost another 120 so 430 euro say in total per year whereas my friend who has what does she have two sons herself it's 130 euro for a family membership in the GAA it makes no sense so so it's just so there's two separate issues just to park the, the what we'll call it in the naming for a moment but but the actual fees then are higher are they for the for the LGFA. Yeah, way, way much, much higher. So they are. Yeah, nice. like you're talking about mine. For my girls to play camogie and football, it costs the family 430 euro in comparison to boys' GA, which is 130 euro for the whole family. Why is that, Michelle? There's no such, there's no such thing as a family organisation. I queried it before and they said it's because LGFA aren't as big of an organisation, so there's far more costs involved with insurance. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, it's a right. So, so that's so the reason. How, so with little, like, you know, like we're meant to be more equal, how can we be if we continue with these separate organisations? It doesn't make any sense. They're costing more money to run. Then Camogie and LGFA are at loggerheads with one another over their terms and conditions. So for dual players, it's impossible as well. Mm. So the, the Camogie, I suppose, is different in that we have, you know, just to, to break it down for a moment, we've we Camogie and, and we've Hurling. And then we have football and we've... Ladies football. So if you're to just talk about the the language for a moment, do you feel that it sort of it downgrades, Michelle? Yeah, definitely. You don't, you never, like, would you hear of it in any other sport? Like in tennis, in rugby, in soccer, in no other sport do you ever hear the term worldwide ladies. Like it's, it's, 
I think it's, it's, it's an insult to women, to be honest with you. But if it was called women's football in the same way as we have the, the women's singles and tennis, you don't have the same issue with it being women's no, football? No, okay. no, okay. no. We're women and we're strong women and we're entitled to play football the same as men. Um, I, I saw in your email as well, you mentioned uh, the skorts that camogie players wear. I never knew about it. I'll be honest with you, I grew up in County Meath, so there wasn't a whole lot of clubs even playing hurling, never mind camogie. So I never played camogie until my girls, I'm living down here on the border of Mead, West Mead, and they play with great clubs. As they do. But at an under 12 Shield final, the girls got sent a message, and it wasn't from the club, this is from Camogie Association, that unless you're wearing a skirt, you won't be allowed to be on the field. Like... <laughs> How is that possible in 2024? It doesn't make any mm. sense. The, sort of the, the, the short skirts. Yeah, and then they're wondering, like, there's a huge then, they're wondering why are there so many dropouts, like, with teenage girls, like, it just doesn't make any sense. Okay. So what, you just just wear shorts like you do in football? Well, I think you should just have the option. Yeah, okay. Wear skirts or shorts. I don't see why it has to be one way or another. Ashling O'Reilly is on the line as well with us, Michelle. And of course, people will know Ashling from 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 off the ball. But Ashling, you're a, a keen, uh, I don't know whether to say ladies footballer and camogie <laughs> player, but you're a keen sportswoman and and you play yourself. Um, how do you feel about ladies football? Hi, Andrea. Um, yeah, I think I, I agree with Michelle. Like the the word ladies. It doesn't best best describe the game. You know, it's an intense physical game. And I often wonder from an outsider looking in, maybe someone who's never seen the game before, they're not from Ireland, and they hear the, the word ladies, Gaelic football, what do they think? And for me, you would think it's a very prim and proper way to play football when it's not the case whatsoever. You know, there's a hell of a lot of effort and work that goes into this. And they're athletes at the end of the day that they, they play this sport and should be treated that way. So for me, when I'm out covering games, I play myself. I never use the word. For me, it's women's football. It'll always be women's football. Wouldn't I love one day to to get to a point where we just say football and we're all under mm. the, the one umbrella? That would be great. But for me, yeah, I, I can't say the word ladies. I just don't think it describes what the, the product is, what the game is, a very physical, intense game. Is that what happens, Ashling? It, it, it's sort of, you know, it's we've got the, the football relating to the men and then now we have the, the ladies football like it's, it was a downgrades it really doesn't it it does give off that sense and I, I often think people don't mean to do it because that's what it's called that is you know the name of it that's the official name so people use it because that's what it is but it, it gives off that vibe and I just think that in this day and age there needs to be change we have to change it now to show young girls that are up and coming at the minute playing the game that you know, it, it, we're not describing it that way. That's just what it was called. That was just the name for it. But the game is as serious as the men's game. You know, we put in as much effort. We train as hard. We go to the gym just as much. And, you know, we hear that little ad there. It's, you know, it gives you goosebumps listening to it. I feel like, wow, we're making such strides here from when I was growing up playing. You know, there really is. But the name isn't correlating well, with I all of that. I actually think that ad is brilliant. I should say, to be fair, we're not talking about this at all because of the, the little advertisement. It's an old ad, isn't it? We're not, we're not talking about it because of that at all today. It was just to, I suppose, provide context to Michelle's email that, that she sent in to me here on, on Lunchtime Live. But is it not, Ashling, due to the fact um, that the association 
is the ladies, it's the LGFA, it's the Ladies Gaelic Football Association. So is that not why? Like that's the official term. Exactly. That's it. That's the official term. So that's why we all use it. Um, I just be- agree with Michelle there that it just doesn't best describe what the game what actually is. is. Yeah. So I should it be rebranded? It wrong description. The organisation then. Yeah, I I definitely think women's football, just, you know, like we said there, women's basketball, women's tennis, women's soccer. Why isn't it just women's Gaelic football? To just change the L to a W, the the Women's Gaelic Football Association. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. And and you you players played certainly Ashling Camogie as well. What are your thoughts on having to wear the skirt? Yeah, I'm still playing. I was playing last night and it's funny, like I often think about the skirt and I think back to, to when I started out playing, like we would have played uh, just with the boys team because there wasn't many camogie teams in Mead at the time. And, you know, I would have grew up playing in shorts because th- that was the way it was. There was no women's teams. And I remember the first time that I was handed a skirt. It was under 12, I think it was. And at that point, you know, I'd never even seen camogie on TV. So I honestly didn't know what this skirt was. And I was handed it and I couldn't believe it. I said, oh, no, no, I'm grand in my shorts. And I remember them saying, no, we have to wear these. Otherwise, the club is going to get fined. And I couldn't for the life of me understand why we were all having to wear these skirts. And, you know, afterwards, my mom and everybody else explained that this is what, you know, camogie is. They wear the skirts because we were never, you know, able to see it on TV. Mm. So we didn't know anything about it. But I always remember that moment and I was refusing for a long time to wear the skirt. It's very headstrong. And they said, no, you have to. Otherwise, yeah. the club's going to get fined. I'm sorry, yeah. do you just wear this? You wear the skirt when, is it just at a, a county level or, or, or club matches as well, Ashley? Club club matches as well. But you'll so you often find that you have to. Oh, yeah, the club is fine. Otherwise, you, ha- you have to wear it. But the only thing is, like when you'd have a challenge game, you're okay to wear your shorts or if you go to training you're okay to wear your shorts and I rarely see when the girls come training do we ever wear the skirts we always put on the shorts you know it's it's more comfortable mm. so that's what we wear don't get me wrong there is probably a few people from my team even listening now saying oh I actually like the skirt you know it, there is a few people but I'd say majority would say no to the skirt um, Laura has texted in she says I agree with the, the topic of the camogie skirts I think it's a ridiculous rule most likely made up by men they should have the option to wear shorts as well Michelle when you're talking to you mentioned your, your daughters and your girls and, and camogie and when you're chatting to uh, their friends and, and parents do they have the same issue as well about the skirt? Yeah, everyone says it should be optional. Like, I have no problem if, if a person wants to wear a skirt, if a man wants to wear a skirt, I have no problem. But, like, let it be optional. And why is there no option, Ashley? Um, I suppose that's just always the way it's been. And I do get that you have to go out in the, the same colours, the same gear, the same uniform as such. And I do agree with that. I don't think we want all mismatch. So I do think it probably needs to be decided. You know, I don't think you can do one or the other. I think it needs to be decided that we wear the shorts or we wear the skirts and that's it. I don't think it'd look right if everyone was wearing, you know, mismatch stuff. But yeah, it's just because this is the way it's always been. It it came in a long, long time ago Mm. and it's never been changed. But at this day and age, you think it'd be looked into. Breed Stack, former Cork footballer, is with us on the line. Breed, does the term ladies bother you? (laughs) <laughs> um, yeah, just listening, I suppose, to the two um, the two women there. Um, I suppose, look, ladies football was set up 50 years ago um, as a standalone organisation. And 
I suppose as a standalone organisation, it probably needed to distinguish itself from GA. Um, it's a name I suppose we've all grown up with. It's one that we've all become very accustomed to. And I think if Ladies Gaelic Football was set up now in this day and age, it would most likely be called women's football. You know, like the the sports of the AFLW or the WNBA um, are most likely, if it was set up in current day, to be honest, it would probably come under the, the GA umbrella. Um, if it was set up right now. But I suppose conversationally, I don't think it makes a massive amount of difference. Um, I know if I was speaking about a talented um, player like Louise Marhartig or Jennifer Dunn, you know, I'd always say, oh, she's a very good footballer. Or if I was talking to anyone, you know, man, woman, child, anyone, you know, I'd always address it as, oh, she's a great footballer or he's a great footballer. You know, I wouldn't ever say she's a very good ladies footballer, you know. I know. When you say um, it like that, it does all right. When you put it into the context, it is... I I think it comes probably more into play in media publications and media coverage where distinctions needs, needs to be made. Um... So, you know, I can only speak for myself, but I genuinely wouldn't take much notice of it, but it's probably something we've grown up with. We grew up loving. Um, the name is insignificant, really. Um, we know exactly what it stands for, and we know, you know, the strides that are being made, and we know how much effort goes into it. Um, and as I said, I just think if it was created now in this day and age, it would probably have a different title. It would probably be what's called women. Yeah. You know, I, I think to be football. fair, though, probably to a lot of those in, in the marketing world and, and even to the media as well. Like, I mean, if I was talking about this today, I, I'd probably give it, um, give the group their official title. Which yeah, is, rightly yeah. or wrongly, whether we like yeah. it or not, it is the LGFA. It's the, the Ladies Gaelic Football Association. Do you think if the Camogie Association and the LGFA were to merge, Breed, would that change? Would things improve in general? Yeah, so I suppose, look, that's what we're all striving for at the moment. Um, you know, there's still uh, talks going on, spearheaded by Mary McAleese, um, to create this one umbrella organization where everyone falls under and I completely empathize with your caller Michelle about um you know having to play having to pay different registrations. Um it's something, you know, that I, I think is is very wrong about trying to keep players in the game and try to keep players um you know interested and involved and and making things so accessible. Um I know there's a lot a lot more clubs than there were previously moving towards a one club model which means that you pay one registration for your club um, and it comes under you know the GA the Camogie and the ladies football mm. like I suppose those clubs are few and far between but there are strides being made to create this one club model and I think that's what needs to be pushed towards if clubs can create it you know, there has to hopefully be a knock-on effect at county level and then, you know, you're talking about making it very, very seamless then at uh, at a national level. Um, but I suppose that's that's something that is a massive bugbear of mine is that, you know, if my daughter in years to come wants to play Camogie and ladies football, um, you know, that they're, you know, the thought of having to pay two different registrations to two different organisations just doesn't make sense. Yeah. And that, um, that, I think. That, would make, that would make a difference, Michelle, wouldn't it? Massive difference. I just wanted to be equal for all individuals, yeah. girls yeah. or boys, men yeah. or women. And, and, yeah, and that one club model is something, you know, that is, I know it's being pushed in a couple of clubs down here in Cork. Um, it's probably in a couple of other clubs up the country, but, um, you know, it's something that is fantastic. You know, you have the same pitch accessibility to both um, to you know, to both males and females, long gone are the days of you know, get those girls off the off the good pitch and things like that. You know, in in organisations. So um, I think it's definitely progressing forward, and it's just I suppose it's up to us 
um, at a club level to try to spearhead it as much as possible for it to take um, traction at, at inter-county level and national. Michelle, just finally, because you sort of, you started this into this conversation today, um, your, your own girls, like, I presume that they just call when they go to training or go to a match at the weekend, they're, they're going to play football. They're going to play football and they call it LGFA and I'm not even sure I didn't know what the L is in LGFA. I never term it as ladies. I always say we're going up to the football. Me, thank God, are doing well in the league this year so we're going up to see them again on Sunday. Brilliant. But it's just, it's just, you know, I want them to grow because when I started playing football 27 years ago, I played like that for boys clubs. There was no women's football. Then women's football came in but I never realised it was called ladies. It's just a thing. It's a, it's a, kind of in my throat. I just don't like saying it. I want them to be proud, strong. They're women. I want them to play football. Yeah, well, you're, you're not alone, Michelle, I have to say today. Um, listeners here on WhatsApp, it winds me up. I'm listening to Michelle and, and Ashling and Breathe. My daughter is play and ladies is an old-fashioned term. They put the same effort and the time into the training and the matches and the men. The ladies makes it makes them sound so much more delicate, which they certainly aren't, says this listener. Another texter, I've never heard people given out about the term ladies before. Ladies is on par with gentlemen in terms of the terminology. Another texter says, I play, doesn't bother me massively. I'd be more concerned about how the men get the better facilities and the gear, despite all our better efforts or good efforts uh, to strive for equality. Um, Brian, Ryan in Cork, though, he says, it's called that by women, not men. How about we get rid of the sexist ladies and women's only gyms too? I've never heard of a men's only gym. Uh, Texter says, Wimbledon called the different categories ladies and gentlemen's singles. Nothing wrong with that. Brian in Terenure says... Ladies is a descriptive term. We don't say gentlemen's football. Ladies is an old school name. The Dublin County Board raised this at the LGFA National Congress and absolutely no interest by the Congress to change it. Just seen it as a lot of work for no gain. As a voluntary body to an extent, I get that, but it can happen over time and to evolve to a new organisation and title. Keep them coming into us 087-1400-106 as always. That's the WhatsApp number. But Michelle, thanks a million for uh, starting the conversation, sending us in an email. Ashling O'Reilly too from our own off the ball and a former Cork footballer. Breathe Stack there as well. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Weekdays at midday. Brought to you by Active Iron on News Talk.